Welcome to the Dawson D Show. Two great mates striving to improve in all areas of their lives. The podcast is designed to empower everyday humans just like us who want to add more joy, energy and happiness into their daily lives. Sharing our real life experiences and everyday struggles, relating to them in a personal way. Expect uncensored stories, plenty of laughs and tips and tricks to inspire you on your own journey. Now, let's go balls deep. Welcome back to the Dawson D Show. How's your Sunday morning going? Mate, I'm on a watermelon sugar high, as Harrison Styles would say. Oh, um, really? I'm feeling good. I'm oh. feeling good. What about yourself? Good, mate. Good. I haven't had any watermelon. but uh, just, uh, Me neither. Just had some uh, Milo cereal, actually. Quite nice. Stuck in the teeth? Yeah, mate. On a weekend, I actually try and... I don't try and avoid the fasting, but I let myself enjoy some breakfast because I think breakfast is actually the most enjoyable meal. What about? What do you uh, think of that? interesting topic to bring up i've never been a big breakfast eater until recently and i've learned to uh make these elite oats i love them mate i love my oats in the morning but when i'm working early in the morning like i often neglect breakfast so weekends is always a good chance to go into the kitchen and cook myself up something rather fulfilling oh nice yeah i I like a, a good protein oats as well take us to our quote for the day mate to set us off for today's episode all right, mate. Well, today's episode is, of course, all about goal setting, which we've been teasing for a couple of weeks. So the quote that I'm just seeing now that Doss has put up is, the trouble with not having a goal is that you can spend your life running up and down the field and never score. The man that's quoted that is Bill Copeland. So I assume, Doss, you know who that is? Uh, who is Bill? Uh, well, uh, well he, he, <laughs> he could quite possibly be the brother of Adam Copeland. I don't know. But... Um, <laughs> I don't know who Bill is. Uh, do you, uh, I, I, to be honest, I just Googled quotes around goal setting, found this one, and I really related to it. I was like, oh, that's actually really true. But uh, do you have any idea who Bill is? I have no idea who William is. I'm um, American <laughs> poet, according to Google. So oh, there you go. <laughs> There's our research done for the yeah, day. Great. Well, it's a great quote nonetheless. Yeah, absolutely, mate. Absolutely. Uh, do you want to dissect that quote at all? I relate to that very heavily. You know, trouble with not having a goal. Um, you spend your life kind of in a bit of a fog and we talk we talk a lot about being on autopilot and and just going through the motions you know when you're doing that you're probably not going to really get the most you know we want to we want to feel alive and enjoy incredible experiences and, and make the most of every kind of moment that we have you know if you, I, th- I think goal setting actually plays a bigger part than what people think and if you achieve something or even just having a goal and going through that process what what the great man bill is saying is you're going to be scoring plenty <laughs> of goals along the journey yeah, absolutely. No, I agree. I, I, goal setting is really interesting. I can't wait to dive deep a little bit later on, especially with our own sort of personal journeys with it, which is a subheading for today. Because I think for me, doing just writing the notes for this show, I realized when I wasn't setting goals in my life versus when I am, there was a, actually a huge difference. So I think today's episode will encourage a lot of people. Yeah, definitely. I, I'll, so, and you hadn't mentioned that to me. Like, that's the first time I've heard that. And I just find that so exciting. Like, that right there is the proof in the pudding of what goal setting can do. And for those who might already be achievers or, or, or set goals, small or big, whatever that be, or have visions for the future or, or have always strived to achieve something, this podcast is for you. But also for those that haven't even maybe looked at goal setting or it's, it might be a bit scary, you know, I don't know where to start. It's for both sides. You know, we're going to really tackle how to start small, maybe setting some, you know, short-term goals 
comparing that to maybe some some long-term stuff but either way you know it's for everyone and a few of these talking points so like you said mate sharing our personal uh, goal setting journey as you know like i've set goals you know for years and years now it's been a big part of of my daily life and probably not so much daily life but my you know my life in general we'll tackle the long-term v short-term goals and one big one which probably doesn't get talked about a lot with goal setting d is you know why failing a goal is actually completely okay and natural Um, oh absolutely absolutely i can't wait for that talking point because failing has been something i've been reading about this week a lot actually and the importance of it it definitely ties into to all this so and i don't get stuck well before we get stuck in i've actually just for those who you know let's hope no one turns it off but i've got a little special treat uh within the podcast too i've got my old goal setting journal out and i thought i might even for you day i thought i might read out some some old goals for you to hear Inside. Mate, i love that i'm shattered you didn't tell me before because i was gonna i was gonna dig mine out but no that's elite mate i can't that's very exciting i can't wait to hear that very good d why do we set goals mate in your opinion you know like someone who's probably been setting goals for a couple of years now why do we set them why should we set them well for me as i touched on a little bit earlier the number one thing is that it gives me a much higher chance of achieving what I set out to do. So often we all have goals in our head, I think, all day, every day. Sometimes they're just small achievements we need to tick off and we think, and it's all within our mind and it's thinking, okay, well, I've got to do this today, that today. By the end of the week, I'd like to have this completed and by the end of the year, I'd like to have this. And we all have ideals that we'd like to have for a year or some of us five years, some of us lifetime. But I think when you actually write the goal down, there's so much power in actually visibly seeing it writing it down having it somewhere that you can see and it actually just gives you a much higher chance of actually achieving what you set out to achieve and this is a very small thing and a little bit off topic but and i think i mentioned this in a previous podcast sometimes i'll just write down brain dump on my phone everything i need to do in that day Mm. and then i just start deleting it as i go even though that's not goal setting I always have a much higher chance of completing those tasks for the day if it's just sitting in my head and I think I can do this later or I'll get this done first or I've got time. So the visible aspect for me is very important. I I was just going to say that sense of achievement, goal setting is, you know, the overarching topic, but us as humans, we love to achieve that feeling of satisfaction, whether that be like you just mentioning that ticking off the to-do list and I'd just before I forget, I'm not sure if you listened to the latest Joe Rogan, but he interviewed Matthew McConaughey. All right, all right, all right. And um, <laughs> and I didn't listen to the whole thing because Joe's podcast go for freaking two hours. But one key thing I got out of that was he said he basically has a to-do list every day and it's some of those things on that to-do list are the most simpler things that he knows he'll do automatically because it's part of his daily rhythm. But he puts yes. it on the list because... At the end of the day, he ticks them off, and like it, he 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 goes that feeling of achievement is huge, and I think that really relates to what you said. Yeah, oh, mate, I agree. Well, I think just as humans, we like to quantify and measure everything. We we mm. measure ourselves against ourselves and each other and everybody else, and I think just yeah, having something to measure up against always helps. But to answer your question, I think too why why, and I can't wait to hear what you're about to say on that too. But I think for me, goals become part of our life, and when I set goals, they often turn into routines or habits. Mm. And I think they become embedded within, well, for me personally, they become embedded within me. If, if I'm setting a goal that is a more a lifestyle change or a lifestyle enhancement, mm. 
then eventually once I tick them off day by day or week by week, they just become second nature. So yeah. for example, and I, I joke about this a lot, but the Spanish, for example, mm. that just, I don't even have that in my goals because it's just part of my daily routine now. Yep. What about you, mate? Why, I, why do you set goals? Well, I just hearing you say that, a big thing for me is the idea of me not actually achieving my full potential as a, as a human, as a person. We often talk about, you know, how precious life is. You know, we always talk about, you know, we're going to make the most of life and life's short, life's too short. Go and, go and experience life. And goal setting and, and having, like you mentioned before, even just a to-do list. I think without those real key structures and staples in our daily life, whether that be, you know, a big goal or a small goal, if we don't have that, I don't feel like I'm reaching my full potential because I'm just, I'm basically, I'm sleepwalking through life. Like I'm yeah. just, I've, I've switched the car on, you know, cruise control and I'm just cruising. Like I'm not even looking around. I'm not even taking the surroundings. I, I don't even care what the, where the, like where I'm going, the destination is. I've completely zoned out. And that's something that we have control over. And as, as we all know, we love being in control humans like that that's what we love absolutely whenever i'm feeling my most anxious that's when i don't have any control like it's when something's happening that i can't do anything about it's out of my out of my hands so when we don't feel like we're in control that's when we start to go off track maybe start worrying feel stressed and anxious what we can control is i guess our own destiny in a sense you know and that is our goals where we want to be and what we want to achieve and going back to that maximum potential is I want to reach my max. Like I, I, I yeah, my, I love it. My my biggest fear is like getting five to ten years down the track and looking back on shit. I wasted that. Yeah, oh, absolutely. For example, physically, we're touching our personal goals soon. But you know, one of those goals for me is fitness wise. If I don't do that now, I reckon in ten years time, when I'm that ten years older, I'll look back and go, shit, I should have done that because now my body can't do it. Yeah, um, you yeah. Know? mate, I, I agree entirely. I, my, my biggest fear, I know we're going to do a, t- a podcast on fear one day, but for me, my biggest fear is, is fear of regret. Mm. And I just always think, and I don't know where I heard it, but it's quite a common thing, but I always think about that, you know, that deathbed, mm. you know, when you're lying on your deathbed, reflecting on your life and just regretting stuff. You know, I, I don't, again, like we, we've said it many times, failure doesn't, for me, failure doesn't scare me at all, but regret does. And I mm. think goal setting like you said, it puts everything in perspective. We'll touch on it very shortly about how to set goals, but time making time goals or including time within your goals is very important. Definitely. And that puts everything in a perspective because even today, mate, here's a bit of perspective for you. I looked at the calendar when we, and I'm like, wow, it's the 1st of November today. So we're setting <laughs> and we're putting our goals in for the rest of the year. I'm like, that's only two months. Like no, it no. just flies. Yeah, it's so, nice. and I think that ties in with the episode we did a couple of weeks ago about not wasting the rest of this year mm. really is relevant to, to goal setting and seeing all right we've got two months which is perfect amount of time to set some goals achieve them and like you said just feel some control mm, definitely i feeling in control is just something that i know goal setting you know just really matches and fits in with that what about person like your personal experience with goals mate you know when did you what you know can you recall when you started goal setting or when was it, was it the weight loss stuff early days? When was the first kind of goal setting experience for you? Yeah, well, as I touched on earlier in the intro is that, like I said, I never was a goal setter at all. And of course, you have goals in the back of your mind, but I don't recall ever writing down a goal. Maybe I wrote a couple down for footy when I was a teenager, but 
probably nothing too serious, nothing that I never put anything on my wall, I never had anything on my phone, never had any kind of motivation. So even my weight loss, there was no goal behind that. That kind of happened naturally. And once mm. that happened, as a result, and I've said it many times, and I had that sense of, okay, now I'm really self-confident in terms of, I'm, I know that if I set out to achieve something, I can do it. And then I came to you, and this is the first time I really re- can recall it. I came to you one day and I said, oh, mate, do you want to go for a drive? And we did, and we went and sat at the beach and we started talking about, I can't even remember, but I know eventually we started talking about goal setting. And then I said, oh, well, do you have any tips for goal setting? And then I think I went around to your house with the laptop and I you just that. showed me, yeah. yeah, you showed me, you, at that time there was 12 areas of your life. Yeah. And we sort of just wrote out those 12 areas and put sort of three goals underneath it. That was the first time I can remember visibly writing out sort of goals. And then when I was at uni, and we'll touch on this shortly too with the SMART goals, but they drilled into our SMART goals. And now I think oh, whenever I hear SMART goals, I think, oh, it's, it's bloody uni. Oh, every... I, 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 I just think of James Kumnick in uh, oh, really? PE, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't remember Kumnick going on about SMART goals. But yeah, at uni, I just remember them drilling in. What about you, mate? What about... When, when's your earliest memory of goal setting? Uh, I, I probably can't recall my earliest memory, but when I actually sat down and wrote down, you know, those few goals. and But I do, I remember sitting down with, he wouldn't be a listener of the show, but uh, the great Thomas Cap and Blast from the Past. But I remember we used to just be obsessed footy-wise, like, like you were as well. And like we used to love planning out where we were going to be. In like you know, like almost dreaming, you could say. We used to yeah, love, yeah. we used to love dreaming, and we would talk about things. And I remember like us talking about basically, all right, when we get drafted, or how how are we going to get drafted? And we almost like set out a plan of like, all right, what do we have to do? Our goal is to get drafted, uh, and this is when we're probably like 15, 14, 15. And I remember writing down, and there weren't actual goals, but we were writing down what we needed to do. So and it was like a daily routine. So it was like. What do I need to tick off every day? And, you know, it was like 20 sit-ups, 20 yeah. push-ups. I've got to eat two pieces of fruit. To, um, I've got to eat veg- my veggies. I have to go for a kick of the footy and do a 100, do 100 kicks on my right and 100 kicks on my left. And then I've got to do 50 handballs on my left and 50 on my right. That was pro- That's probably the earliest I can recall actually like kind of setting out a bit of a plan on what I wanted. Yeah. Um, and that was with... Yeah, Cappy, and uh, well, the goal overall, uh, we didn't achieve it because I'm not, I'm not an AFL footballer. But uh, <laughs> well, but you I, and I, I've just remembered you and I had a similar chat once. We must have been sixteen, seventeen. Do you remember we had a chat in the library at school about getting drafted through? We were we were planning to. You were going through your injuries. We we're both fat. We were like, okay, we're going to get feared and we're going to be a lead and I remember you came to my house one day we went to the beach and we did all this running and stuff do you remember that yeah I do we must have been that. 16 and yeah. then that was and then it just and that was the end of that and then we went over to yo my goodness and had a burger so <laughs> <laughs> but oh, yeah so that, that, that's probably my earliest yeah memory of that but then I probably started actually getting more serious around goal setting maybe around 17 uh 17 18 and that probably comes from my dad so my dad always a goal setter he had he had a big, or oh, we'd call it his big brown diary. You know, that was his Bible, his 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 daily diary, and it was in this big case. And he'd have his to do list every day, and he would actually categorize on that to do list. And the and the great Maxi Walker, the great cricketer, um, God bless him, he actually introduced Dad to this diary years and years, and years ago. Really? Like, yeah, like to, you know, more than twenty years ago. And and it was categorized. So what's my to do list today? And 
next to each of those things, you have to categorize it. Is it an A task? Is it a B task? Or is it a C task type thing? And then that was his daily daily checklist. And he would do that, you know, every the day before, you know, every day coming up. And then in that diary was also, you know, I've got it on, you know, you, you would have seen it, but the mission statement. You know, he's yeah. got his, you know, he's got his mission statement basically on what what he stands for and there's those five dot points and i've got that in a little frame that's hanging in our kitchen so i I had i had him as the teacher of goal setting and then yeah from there like we both are you know when you're pretty when you're constantly looking for like the podcast thing for example that's when i probably got right into it the great lewis howe's school of greatness like following an entrepreneur when you know when you're 17 18 and looked up to him at the time and i'd buy his books and he had this one book and i remember reading it and i was on goal setting and from then on, I just was obsessed with it. And that's probably when mm. me and you came over that day and we went through those 12 categories. Goal setting, just I just loved the whole concept of it. Like the idea of having a plan. Like I was just obsessed with that. And yeah. I've kind yeah. of, it's still a real crucial part of my life now, but I have probably drifted a little further away from, I guess, the obsession of it. But yeah, the, like to me, it's, it's just such a crucial part of my success. If, and if I want it, I have to do that. Well, I, I love the fact that you said that because we we talk we're going to talk about reality a little bit later, and drifting away from it is a very real problem that I think most people have, and most goals eventually. I think I don't know the statistics, but I'd be guessing it'd be a very high number of goals don't actually get achieved. What I love too, and you just sort of touched on it, even when we when you and I first sat down, even before we even started podcasting, we wrote down our goals and we should try and find them too for us as you know for a podcast and beyond and one of the things we wrote down was a vision statement and a mission statement i know my dad has always he's an entrepreneur and, and he drills into his clients how important it is to write down your vision statement and how important it is to write down your mission statement and they're very two they're two very unique concepts and for him so he doesn't use the word goal setting but he says vision which i suppose is a long-term goal and he always uses a biblical quote, which is, without a vision, the people perish. Mm. And I love that because you think about it, it's it's what you just said about planning. Yeah. Well, you, that, you, well, you that, touched on it really earlier. Like the, when having that goal in front of you, that like, I know that is visually it's there. The vision is in front of you because it's visual. If by having it visual, you're seeing it. And if it's hiding away, you're not going to be looking at it. Even, exactly. Even even like a vision board. You know, I, I used to do vision boards all the time. Like, I, I'm not sure if you remember, but I had, you know, those like... Uh, no, I do remember. I and, think I can and it. I'll try and find a photo of it and try and put it on Instagram because... And it was like a photo of people, like guys with six packs, like the great Steve Cook, who was like a fitness guy I loved, like pictures of him. You know, well, I, was, I was about to say, you... What I loved about you is when you, when you got into fitness... You used to have different backgrounds on your phone. I yeah. feel like Arnold Schwarzenegger was one of them. Yeah, he was. Yeah, Arnie, Arnie, I had Arnie even back in the iPod Touch days, mate. Oh, like before I even had a phone, I remember having yeah a couple of different fitness guys like on the screensaver on my iPod Touch. And then obviously when the iPhone came about, I even had quite like I always had quotes as my background or my screensaver. Even even now, my screensaver right now, and it has been for the last six months. It's been I had like an Wade's identity. And I've got like, you know, seven or eight things and a mission of like, you know, who I want to be as a person. And can I be, I'll be completely transparent and honest, right? Our phones become so like, I always use the word rhythm and we're in automatic. Mate, I don't mm. think I've, I don't think I've read that on my screensaver in like 
two, three months because I just pick up my phone, do whatever I'm doing. So it's, yeah. been, it's been my screensaver forever, but I forget that it's even there. <laughs> Mate, I get that because I, I used to do the quotes as well on my phone as well. And I remember a couple of them, but then you just forget it's even there. Now it's just uh, my phone background's a picture of my dog. So, oh, um, very cute. Danger scares me. I, you know, I, I don't like <laughs> yeah, your dogs. scared of big dogs. So, mate, how about we move into the how? Because I think this will help a lot of people that are not as familiar with goal setting or looking to get into it. So, let's go into how how to set goals. So, where would you start? Well, let's let's imagine somebody's beginning. Yeah. So, I, I would, and I've got this in my. I might use what I was going to write at the very end with some tips because I reckon we could almost just put all this tips and all into how really. What I would say. So, for someone who hasn't started before, and we'll jump into the smart, you know, way of doing it. And by that, you know, I don't mean doing it the smart way. You know what I'm saying. The acronym, that's the word. But I would, if I was brand new to this, I would block out the time. If I had no idea how to set a goal, I'd be blocking out time tomorrow or in the next few days and actually putting it in my calendar and saying to whoever else, like, sorry, this half an hour, put the phone away um, because I'm actually going to put some effort and real concentration into setting a few goals so i'll okay. write, write down five simple things that you would you or i would like to achieve let's let's say by the end of 2021 uh, 2020 sorry yep. write down five simple things that i would like to achieve by the end of the year after those five things beneath beneath each one i've been a big action planner so what's really helped me is actually writing down the steps to how i'm going to get there all right so if my goal is to lose two kilos by the end of the year right how am i going to do it for well for one i gotta actually have to set a date so i want to lose five kilos by december 25th by christmas day because i want to hoe into a heap of food you want to put it back on yeah that'll be me definitely Uh, (laughs) plenty of desserts plenty of desserts uh just trying to think of desserts Um, (laughs) but but and then i would yeah pick that date once you've once you've locked in that you know, that timeline, that time frame, that deadline, I guess you could call it. What I have done and what's really helped me, actually write that deadline on my calendar and then from there even put it in my phone and put it in reminders. And it's and it's constantly coming up all the time. Remember, you gotta lose two kilos by the date. And it's popping yep. up on my phone every few days. You know, you might have it as an alarm on your phone. Um, and it comes up every few days. But you know, that that well that, that that's just before even getting into the actual steps. You know, I'm sure you want to touch on, you know, a few more specifics around the actual steps. Well, I think you're right though. I think that's the best place to start. So the best like you just said, is just to have, okay, the basic idea that you want. Okay, so whatever that may be, whether it be health, finance, relationships, whatever it is. And that's a good place to start sort of just have okay this is where i want to achieve by this date like you said and then i go into the smart acronym and the smart acronym and it's very easy for anybody to look up if if you need to be reminded but it starts with the s which is specific and exactly like you said it's it's direct and it's detailed so that's just stating the fact of the goal so Mm. for you you just mentioned two kilograms lost by the end of 2020 that's pretty Mm. simple and specific it's there's no gray areas there then we go into the M, which is measurable. So that needs to be tracked in some kind of measurable way. And you've already stated that. You've already said it's in kilograms. So that's your that's how you're going to measure if you achieved it or not. The A is attainable. So is it a realistic goal? That's just a question you have to ask yourself. And again, for that goal, absolutely it's realistic. R is relevant. So it has to be relevant to yourself. 
number one. But if you're setting a team goal or a couple's goal or a business goal or a values goal, it has to be relevant to whatever that is. So your weight loss is relevant to you as a person. Mm. And then T is time-based. So that is setting that specific date to accomplish the goal or stating how many times you would do that new behavior. So if you're saying, okay, I want to run three times a week, then you're saying that's three times a week for at least half an hour or an hour or Mm. one kilometer, whatever it may be. But in your case, you've actually already stated that date. So for you, with that very quick example of a goal, you've already ticked off all the smart the smart acronym. And that if you can tick those five areas off in a goal that you set, then you're well on your way to you know that you've got a realistic goal there that you can achieve. Mm, definitely. Now the the smart acronym, I'll probably do it without even really thinking. Um, yeah. And, and and once you start becoming more accustomed to the way you actually sit down and. And set goals, whether people might be listening that already do it and they might even feel that way as well. You know, it, it already feels natural. I think without a due date, I think that's a really important part, that time-based. Um, oh, I think with, it's the most important part. Without, without without having that specific time frame, like all of us, our attention spans are, are pretty poor and we can kind of get lost and, and from my end procrastinate. So if, if, if I don't have a, an actual fire under my bum, like put like making me run, like if that's not there and burning me, I can probably sometimes struggle to, oh, I'll get it done, I'll get it done. Like, oh, it'll happen, it'll happen. Like, and then it freaking two months goes by and I haven't achieved it. And that's because, yeah, I probably haven't had that real urgency and that, and that time base, that deadline gives you the urgency. I agree. And the one thing with the smart goal too, is that, okay, you, the, the purpose of the SMART goal is to come up with that one easy statement, which is one sentence or two statements, which makes it very, very clear and everything that we've just mentioned gets ticked off. Mm. But what you can do and what DOS, what it sounds like you do, DOS, which I know you do, is that you go into further detail. So you can actually, if you want to physically use this SMART acronym and, and break each one down, you can, but you can go very specific into each area of that SMART goal. So yeah. for example, in the measure in the measurable part you can break it down even further so you can say okay for example i've got eight weeks left of this year mm. so i need to lose a quarter of a kilo per week yeah for example exactly. to, so you can really break that down if you're Spot working on. in body fat percentage or whatever it may be and the time-based thing okay you can again you can say all right well then by december one i need to be at least one kilo lighter if that's your goal so you can break each one down and even break it into how you achieve it so Mm. what days you're going to set aside so if you say i'm going to run three times a week that's where you can really list in sort of smaller font okay that's going to be monday wednesday and saturday from nine till ten mm. and it's a non-negotiable and then that smart acronym is that one statement above it which is just that easy reminder that keeps you on track and you'll know if you achieve it or not and the visibility we have no excuse now so for us to be able to, for me, it's easy to just write down, all right, Monday, Wednesday, Friday, I've got to run or I've got to walk. Like it's easy to write it down. Yeah. To put it in your phone, in your reminders or as an alarm, when I get home from work and I might go, oh, I don't really feel like it tonight. And five minutes later, my phone buzzes and says, hey, it's time to go because I've put in that reminder ahead of time. It it makes you go, nah, shit, I've got to do it. Like the the action plan is there. You know what you have to do to get it. So do it, you know, like it's very easy to just get kind of caught up in the comfort that lies with each and every one of us, you know. We, oh, we Absolutely. We, we, we all don't want to do things sometimes, but then, you const- but then when you really think about it, you've set that goal out, the action plan is there. All you need to do is tick off five, six, seven things or whatever in those steps to achieve that goal. Like, Yeah, absolutely. Oh, it, 
you can tick that if you can tick those off those simple easy instructions like it's almost like instruction manual it's like all right this is what i'll this is the table i need to make from ikea here are the steps if i do all those steps correctly i'm gonna have a nice sturdy table which i can i can put in the dining room and and have to eat off you know what i mean exactly well Uh, for me i mean once i have a goal then i go back so i work backwards i set the goal and then i go in and change it based on do i have those five key things because the purpose of this goal setting tool the smart tool is that it is designed for success like it's designed it it, once you've got that ticked off it means that your goal is a real realistic goal Mm. it has got it ticks off everything you need to do to be able to achieve a goal so there's no excuse and like you said with if you're listening to this podcast you've got a phone most likely unless you're just listening in uh through the, uh, the walls in this house, um, you're, you're, you've got a phone. Like you said, it, for fitness, fitness is very easy. I mean, you can download apps like Strava and, I, and I'm already shitting myself, mate, because one of the goals I'm about to put out later is running based and I've got Strava so everybody can follow me or anybody can see, check my progress and th- there's just no excuse. Whether it's financial, you can download apps that you can save money and make it very clear how much you're putting away each week. No matter what goal it is there's probably a tool on your phone that can help you achieve that yeah Yeah. and that's above and beyond what you've already said about having alarms go off which i think is an an elite sort of concept or background on your phone so do you have anything else no i was just gonna i might go to my so my planner from last year right and at the start of the yeah the start of 219 we go away like every year to port ferry and there's um there's a nice little spot overlooking like the surf beach and there's a little picnic table and probably the last three or four years that's where i've gone and actually when i say block out the time like i've blocked out like an hour even an hour and a half to two hours and i go and sit there and i've got to write down you know those three or four goals i want to achieve this year in those you know whether it's 12, six, seven, twelve, nine, four categories that i want to do well in and and i also want to just point out as well it's okay to do a rough plan to start off too. You know, yeah, it's, absolutely. It's, 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 it's really good and it sounds really easy when we say, oh, you know, there's the goal and then you write the steps to do it. It's, you know, it can be a bit daunting and overwhelming. And at times, you know, if you've got quite a few goals, having to write the five steps for every goal that you've made, that's a lot of work. And I've done that and it is draining, it can be. But maybe even, and this is what I would do and this is what I've done, is at Port Ferry, I would actually say, what are those seven, eight, nine categories that i want to achieve or or set goals in and i'll actually write down those four goals that i want to achieve in that moment like write down those four goals and then later on when i get home and i get to my laptop i'll actually that's when i've actually typed out my actual strategy so um, yeah so when when i'm sitting at that picnic table i'll just write down those four goals under each category and then a couple weeks later when i'm home i'll type those goals out and then do the steps that makes yep. sense yeah that's a really um, good so if you're open to it i might actually read out a few of these goals that i've i had down for last year yeah um, go. so this is the start of 2019 yeah yeah all right so i'll read out the categories first all right so i've got health spiritual emotional intellectual creativity financial family and career and the last one uh, meg might be in the bedroom next door but the next last category is romance (laughs) hello uh, so i I won't read every goal out because i've got four for each category but so for health and mind you i haven't put due dates on any of these because i haven't done the 
obviously the game plan yet when I've gotten home. So I've just mm-hmm. jotted down what I want in 2019. Health. I want to lose 10 kilos. Uh, I want to complete a fun run with Taylor and Meg. Spiritual. I want to meditate every day, which to me, like this is where we can all get a bit confused is that's not a goal to me. Meditate every day. Like it's, it probably doesn't meet that smart criteria. So that's when you go back and you actually go down and what's more realistic. So I've got, so this is spiritual. Meditate every day, attend mass or church once a week, find and read more scripture. Emotional. Feel grateful and present each day. Increase, increase my laugh, smile and genuine happiness and start seeing a psychologist to express my feelings. Intellectual. Learn more about the Bible, the story of Jesus. Read 12 books this year and take a videography online course. Creativity. Teach yourself guitar. Draw more and do it with my nan and my sister. Take more photos and videos. Learn to edit. Start a podcast. That's in there as well. <laughs> All right, uh, financial. Make $10,000 flipping on eBay. Number two, save $15,000 in my interest account. Family, learn about mum and dad's upbringings. Number two, have more family outings together. Improve my energy, presence and input around the house for the girls, mum and my sisters. Career, when I, this is when I was working at St Kilda. Create a connection with Alan Richardson, the coach. Interact with staff upstairs and show my face more. Develop friendly connections with as many players as I can. So how was I going to do that? Have conversations. Don't just walk past them and sit with them at lunchtime. And then romance. Schedule one date night every two weeks. Try pray and create faith together. Spend more quality time with her family. Like that's just an example of what my rough... There's my categories. All right, one to four, you know, rough little goals I want to achieve that year. I hope that gives everyone a bit of an insight into what I do and, and the way mine... My focus is on when it comes to goal setting. Yeah. I've, I've given some personal stuff away there. No, I think it's great. And I think what it, I, I, I would bet that most people don't do that. I don't do that. I've never gone and sat there. And I, I think that's a really good way to do it. You actually go and write down those areas of life. So when I said earlier about sitting with you and working out those 12 areas, they're probably, I don't know how many you just listed, 10 probably or 12. Probably a lot of them, yeah. Or something like that. And it's probably really healthy just to go through and say, okay, how can I improve in these areas of my life? Definitely. And to me, that sounds like a lot more of, it sounds more like improvement rather than specific goals. And then like you say, you come back two weeks later and then you turn them into smart goals. Mm. So that's, it's good just to brain dump and get that out and say, okay, Definitely. this is where I can improve. And that's being very vulnerable with yourself and saying, I want to improve in these areas. And then you come home and work out, okay, that's that's the end result. Now, how do I get there? You know, And what, what a lot of people say is start with the end in mind, which mm. you just have. And then from there, you work back into, okay, how do I actually tick each of these off? Or I don't know if you, do you then go and say, do you then work out which ones of each category is the most important. important? Correct. Yeah. Yeah. So, Oh, every single one. Like, I couldn't tell you how many of those I actually... There's, there's quite a few that I did achieve, but there's quite a lot that I didn't. And that's also because I haven't... Like, yeah, so I would then even categorize them even more specifically. So there might have been only one or two in each category then that I would maybe do steps to. Yeah, um, that makes sense. But um, I think that's very I think that's very insightful. I think that's actually helped me. It's something... It's already inspired me. I want to go and do that later today, actually. <laughs> so let's go into the reality about goal setting, Dos. What are some of the points you have here about keeping it all realistic or what are some of the things you learn very quickly when you actually go into this whole lifestyle of goal setting mm. well it's overwhelming if you can if, if you don't do it properly and when i say do it properly like 
my example that I just threw out then, like with all those categories, that might be really overwhelming for some people. Yeah, um, for sure. And, and that's why my example before when I mentioned, you know, blocking out a bit of time and writing down maybe those five things that you want to achieve at the end of this year, I think is probably more realistic for those that haven't done it before. But probably the biggest reality for me that I've learnt throughout, you know, the, the last probably, yeah, three or four years since, you know, starting it is probably failing a goal is okay and it's more common than you probably think. So those yep. listening that have set goals, um, and I'm sure a lot have, and even if it's not writing down a goal, I'm sure we've all had a goal in mind that we want to achieve, whether it's in our mind or we've written it down. Or we, 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 we've got something and we want, to, we want to go after it. We want to achieve it. Of course, um, yeah. When we don't get it, a lot of us probably don't want to admit that we've failed and, and we probably then put it in the background and don't really talk about it. But a lot of those goals I've written down, I didn't achieve. And at the end of that year, I'll go, oh, well, I didn't get them. I, I, probably the biggest reality that set in for me was, you know, if you don't achieve all your goals, it's all right. And that's probably the point I wanted to get across. You know, that whole New Year's, yeah. resolu- the New Year's resolution thing probably isn't as real as what people think it is. And I'm guilty of that too. I don't know if you are, but we can get caught up in the hype of the start of the year. We set heaps of goals and at times that's probably too much. And when we talk about the importance of visibility and having those goals visible all the time, sometimes simple is best. And that is only yeah. having a few and you can put those few on the fridge and you focus on those few. I think what you said too about failing is so important and this is something I really want people to hopefully get out of this podcast too. If you fail with goal setting, you're already going to get more out of it than if you didn't set a goal to begin with. Mm. And I I really am strong about that. If you set a goal for weight loss, for example, because it's just an easy one that comes off that we think about. So if you say you want to lose five kilos and you lose three, so technically, yes, maybe you failed with that goal, but You've just achieved three kilos less of... Yeah. You've just lost three kilos. And what I heard, and I was talking to you about this off air too, Dice, is like I was listening to a podcast yesterday and the guy was saying that he sets his goals. The way that what works for him is he sets his goals so high and sometimes some people say unrealistic, but he measured it once based on, okay, what would I set if I was setting a realistic goal? And I'm just going to use this as a rough idea for financial just to give people some kind of idea to grasp the concept so he said okay my unrealistic goal is to make ten thousand dollars i'm making this up and he said my realistic goal is that okay if i was going to keep myself grounded i would have said i want to make five thousand dollars and in the end he made say six and a half thousand dollars so he fails that that high that big goal but he achieves more than what he would have set out to because he said for him personally he would have got to five thousand and been like cool i'm done i've got here rather than keep pushing if that makes sense definitely so i think that's a that's one thing so failing failing is a bit of a gray area in this this whole space because i think by setting a goal and and at least starting some behaviors you're already even if you fail the time component or the end result you're still going to be in such a better place than where you were to begin with if it was just sitting in your mind saying i'd be nice if i lost a few kilos this year for or if i made more money this year yeah Spot on. And that, going back to the very beginning, that quote, the trouble with not having a goal is that you can spend your life running up and down the field and never score. Basically, if you don't achieve your goal, at least you're you're running up and down the field and you're, and you're having shots at goal. Like Yeah, yeah, you, you that's know, a good... That's and, a good and, and, and you've got a chance to score. You know, if, if we're not, you know, if we, if we don't have goals, you know, we don't have any shot at all to succeed and win the game, I guess. 100%. Um, 
And, yeah. and like I touched on earlier too with that failure thing, failure is such an important part of the whole learning process. We all need to fail. And for some people, that's the hardest part because we all fear things like rejection, we fear failure, but that is such an important part of life. You need to fail to in order to get better. And mm-hmm. it's just something that I, I even struggle with sometimes because I just set things out and I'm like, I just want to get this done or I want to achieve this, nothing's going to stop me. But sometimes you need to take one step back to take two steps forward. Again, that's just re- the reality of goal setting. A couple of the other ones for me too is, for me, well, you got to work out what works for you. And mm-hmm. if I set out, like I said, I need to revisit my thinking towards like you said earlier about the 10 or 12 areas of your life and rough guide but i know that i did that once with more specific goals and then you even forget half the goals you actually set out yeah. for yep and let alone you know you sort of forget all about them so i think too one thing for me is that and i would suggest this to people is don't force yourself into something that you that's going to be a pain in the ass or you yeah. really don't want to do you're not going to begin it. with yeah because it's just unlikely you achieve it if it's really just something you hate because mm. you'll find excuses not to do it or if it's you're so really true. passionate about achieving it. One other thing too, mate, and I just thought I'd quickly bring this up. First time I went to America with Jai, we got there and we we're on the plane and we we're on our way to the States. Very excited, about to go to go to a great country. And we said, we're going to we're gonna stay fit. The one thing we're not going to do is lose our fitness. So we're going to run every morning. Despite being on holiday, we're going to do a workout in the hotel room. So the first <laughs> day we got to uh, San Francisco, which was our first stop. And the we, we slept and then the first thing we did the next morning is we went for a run and it was and anyone that's been to san francisco it's one of the very hilly very hilly very hilly so we were we we set ourselves this this little run and the run was a run that had no kind of direction so in america when you cross the road it actually counts down how many more seconds you got before the lights change which we don't have here it's just red or green so as we'd come to a because we're running straight through the city as we'd come to a corner we'd just go in the direction that the next light would be yeah Yeah. so we wouldn't stop mate we were just running up and down these huge hills it was humid it was like it was a very humid morning we got back we killed ourselves it wasn't even a long run but it was just the hills and the humidity that got us and then i think that afternoon joe will remember we did a workout so we did sit-ups and push-ups in our hotel room and then guess what how many more times do you think on the the course of the holiday do you think we did them not once not once no you didn't you didn't go for another run uh, I went for one run on a treadmill, and that was it. I think Jai didn't. So, and, and so next time I go overseas, I'm actually going to set smart goals so I don't because I always come back fat. So I need to next time I just need to set some smart goals and make sure I stick to it. Yeah, no, that's a really good. I love that personal experience because one of the goals I'm going to touch on earlier is I've learned from exactly that. You know, I've got a goal coming up about meditation, and it's easy to just write. I want to meditate every day like I did previously, but. My goal, you know, there's 61 days left of the year. If, if people are listening and it's the Monday, what's the date tomorrow? The 2nd. The 2nd of November. If you're listening to that on this day, 61 days left, I'm pretty sure, for the year. And I've written down one of my goals is I want to meditate for 50 mornings of that 62 days left, you know. And that's at least a bit more realistic. If, if I don't get to 62 every day, well, that's I'm going to feel like I haven't achieved that. But by writing 50, it still gives me some, I guess, breathing space. Yeah, yeah, no, absolutely. I like that. I think that's a really good idea. Well, I think that segues perfectly. Let's go into now. Let's put our put it all on the line. We've gone through the whys, the hows, some personal experiences and some thoughts behind it. But now let's let's put out on the podcast. It's like you said, I think I don't know how good your math is, Doss. So we got thirty one days in December and I think twenty nine left in November. So that'll sixty days. Oh, so let's, I was close. <laughs> you're close, you're close. 
let's what are we going to achieve? Let's put our goals out there and, and we'll have to keep ourselves accountable for the remaining podcast episodes of the year. Mm, definitely. Do you, you want me to jump it, in first? Yeah, it takes away. Yeah, mate. So by the end of 2020, so my first goal, I want to run 10 kilometers without stopping by the end of the year. So my first step here is to pick a deadline. So my date when I want to do this run is the 20th of December. Okay. Um, step two, map out my training plan to reach this. So I haven't done that yet. Um, so that, that would be, I would imagine that would be more... You'd look at almost science behind it to work out, okay, or you'd look at exactly influences that, that would say the, you need the, to run the five actual, kilometers. Yeah, yeah, the numbers. So the yep. actual, you know, the actual numbers behind it. So how many kilometers do I have to run each week up into that point? And I have yep. to, you know, be slowly increasing it. Maybe even looking at doing a, you know, one long run and one fartlek or one hit, you know, yep. during the week as well. Step three: schedule my runs in my diary. So once that training plan is ticked off and I've done it. I'm going to schedule each of my runs in my like in my online calendar and I'll put a reminder on each of those events on my calendar to pop up on my phone. Um, maybe like half an hour to 10 minutes before each run. And that's for the remainder of the year. Yep. Number four, pick a friend to reach this goal with together. So I've already spoken to Rob Evans, my good mate. I know he'll be listening. And that just provides me with that accountability that I know I need. For someone, yep. that, Love for it. someone that hates running, which I do, you know, Same. I'm actually going for a run with Rob this afternoon. By having that, I remember when I did my 10-kilometer run and even when I did a triathlon like a few years ago, I wouldn't have done that without a few mates. So that accountability to me is key. And number five is actually picking a reward. So, and that, this is one that probably not enough people talk about. Is we talk about wanting to set goals, but we should actually reward ourselves for achieving goals, right? Bloody so, oath, yeah. So my reward, if I when I run this 10 kilometers... That afternoon, I'm going to reward myself with a few cold beers with a mate at Jetty Road. On that, If it's a hot afternoon, Jetty Road Brewery, I've allowed myself a day on the, uh, on the schooners. And that's my reward. <laughs> I love it, mate. I, yeah. I think that's, and I think that's something, just before we move on, I think that's something we didn't touch on that we need to touch on is that reward aspect is so important. Because that really comes back to your why. If your goal is financial, how do you reward? What's if you if your goal is to make a million dollars and you have a million dollars sitting in your bank account, what are you going to do with those a million dollars? Why do you want there. that? Yeah, 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 exactly. So I, I like that reward thing, mate. I think it's great. What, what's your first goal? Well, my first goal too, mate. So I, I used a smart acronym and went through it, and I've just had that statement that I I put earlier. So my my first one run a minimum of ten kilometers every week for the rest of the year in brackets outside of footy training and recreational activities. So for me, ten kilometers a week, it's something I just need to. It's something I I, 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 I get it, mate. You're you're you run a lot more than me. You're a better runner. Okay. (laughs) No, that's not what I'm saying. What I'm saying is that for me is that some weeks I'll run a lot of kilometers, right? So I might run twenty kilometers or thirty kilometers in one week, and then some weeks I'll run zero kilometers. So I just want to have that. I just want to be able to tick that off so I know that I've got some kind of consistent behavior going on. I don't care if that's in one run or if that's in 10 runs or if that's in 15 runs. And what I will say too is that having a mate, like you said earlier, to keep you accountable, especially for running. If anybody's got running goals or fitness goals, it doesn't have to be running, but if you're going to the gym, they're opening up soon. Yeah, I'm excited. Um, Having a friend is is the best thing. I went for a run with Jai the other day and when I got there, as I was driving there, I just felt so lethargic. Didn't want to do it. No, and then we just started and we're like, let's just cruise and we just got through it. It's just so much easier with somebody next to you. So what's your next one, mate? I want to weigh 85 kilos by December 31st. So at the very last day of the year, I want to weigh 85 kilos. It's not like I drastically need to lose weight, but I've actually lost 
I checked this morning. So the last probably couple of months, or even maybe a bit over a month, I haven't really like I've I've just been trying to lose weight, but not like not all in intentionally. So it's not like it hasn't been like all right, I'm counting my calories and I'm exercising this much and just like it's I've wanted to lose weight, so I've been fasting and you know getting my ten thousand steps in a day. Like that's what I've been doing. So mm. from November last year, I've lost about just under 15 kilos which i'm stoked about that's like, elite and, yeah and that's without really even trying like um that's just cleaning up my diet starting the intermittent fasting and just walking and running like every few days so i'm on 91.6 kilos this morning and i want to weigh 85 kilos by the end of the year you know my steps so number one weigh in which i did this morning uh number two nutrition so i've committed to the fasting again for the remainder of the year so every day besides like a saturday and a sunday i'll do the 16 eight hour fast so i'll fast yep. for 16 hours and i can eat in that eight hour window and then obviously plan my dinners each week so today is like a grocery shop day so me and me will sit down and plan out our food for the week and mind you i still every friday night's pizza night here in our house so i still enjoy you have to put that into a yeah you have to put that into you know i still enjoy you know you can still enjoy yourself uh, number three, obviously, schedule your exercise into my calendar. So I've obviously already, I'm already doing that with the running. And then when the gyms come back, I'm really keen for that. So I'll, I'll be going back to there. And my reward, I know everyone loves the rewards, buying some new clothes online. I don't reckon I've bought any new clothes, whether that's in store or online, in freaking, in over a year for sure. Like, I love that because the thing with clothes, I'm, I'm not a big, and I've mentioned, I'm not a big online shopper or shop of clothes at all but I, I really can relate to this because for some reason when you're feeling good and you when your body's feeling good and you're mm. feeling fit and you're looking fit wearing new clothes or buying some new clothes that really kind of like fitted clothes yeah, where you fit you, in where, well yeah. yeah you want it sort of a bit tighter and like I, I, well, I, well I, I didn't say that you said that but uh <laughs> <laughs> no but I'm, just, I, I'm sure that's where I'm sure you would be the same page Dosh surely yeah, no, that's, yeah. It's, I, I, that's, I, like, I like getting the, a new pair of jeans or even a couple of new t-shirts and sort of yeah, a nice yeah. shirt that wraps your biceps. Just sort of the shirt just wraps itself oh, around the I'm biceps. Not, oh, to be honest, I haven't I haven't had the gym for six months, mate. So uh, I've actually lost quite a bit of mass. Let's just oh, say wait, that. Wait, so. take you long. Wait, take you long. No. What's um, your next one? So my next one, I'm not going to say the exact figure, but okay. So, but just to give people an idea, so I've got make and then the number. By the way, everyone, it says 10,000. So, no, nah, just kidding. Oh. <laughs> it says 10 million. So, it says make X amount of money in the stock markets. So I've actually got that number written down. In brackets, it says including equity, which means doesn't necessarily mean I've taken it out, but it's sitting there by the end of 2020. And for me, I've just put a reward. That's funding for my next overseas holiday. And I just want to, that's the why I do it. You know, I, I want to have those experiences. And I've been learning a lot about the stock market, as we've mentioned in previous episodes. And Mate, I've been reading this amazing book, by the way, and um, everything that I was doing on the stock market, I've realized was wrong. So um, I'm, <laughs> I'm having to redo everything again, but I'm really excited good, by mate. it. So, so yeah, mate, that's sort of a little financial goal for me. Um, for me, this one, this is probably my most daunting one because I look at the, the figure with the money and for two months of the rest of the year, it's sort of a big thing, but I'd be wrapped if I could get anywhere near it. So mm. that's sort of the big one for me. Nice, mate. My, my, so my next one, I might just quickly roll off all of mine now because I don't have the steps now in between. So I, okay. I'll just I'll just say my four remaining goals. So meditate fifty mornings before the end of the the end of the year before the end of twenty twenty. So yep. uh, you said we got sixty days left. I want to meditate fifty of those mornings. So and I'll, I want to be ticking physically ticking the box off every day. 
you know, almost on the calendar, almost crossing it off to make sure mm-hmm. I've done it. Read two books by December 31st. Book a weekend away with Meg before the end of the year. And then send my soccer cards that everyone probably knows that I'm collecting now and investing in. Send my sports cards to the United States to be graded. Um, yep. That's my remaining goals for the year. You finish yours off. So mine is flip five items a week every week for the rest of 2020. So I actually, now the op shops are open, mate. I spent yesterday driving around and bought a few bargains. So uh, everybody go to eBay and check them out and bid high. Um, <laughs> second one, very similar to you. Read one book every month for the rest of the year, which is basically the same as yours. So which two, is to books. Read two books. Two yeah. books, yeah. Uh, good, Doss. Your maths is improving, mate. Um, I've actually got a bunch of books sitting there too. And that's pretty much it for me, mate. Uh, I've no, got... no, no, no. Read out the last one. <laughs> well, I've just got Be With The Boys with about 12... Twelve Ys and about twenty S's. I just can't wait to see the boys. So yeah, mate, there, there's some of my remaining goals. And what I'd like to do for people too is, we I think the fact that we've said it, it keeps us accountable, and keep mm. each other accountable. I'd like to keep each other accountable on the podcast each week too, and maybe just check in or once every two weeks and just see how we're going. Yeah. But for those that are playing along at home, as I like to say, but those that have that are feeling inspired and want to set goals, if you need some help with accountability, definitely. Then, then message us. Put your goal, put your balls on the line. If you're a male, of course. <laughs> I don't but know it, what. Yeah, the, I don't that, know yeah, what the female oh, no, one is. No, no but, um, <laughs> but, but put, yeah, you're spot on. Yeah, put yeah, put it out there. Put yourself right, out there. Yeah. yeah, put yourself out there. Send it to us. We'll keep you accountable. We have no issue with that. But, it, but keep even, us accountable even, in return. Even then, mate. Like, if, if if you're someone listening who you know knows you want to set a goal and you're not too sure how, like, you know, we're both ha- happy to help even further like if, if you want even more specifics today obviously it's more of a chat and a general conversation but we, we'd both be happy to to be more specific around you yeah know, you know the the things we i guess have read what we know and um, we're not experts like we always say but you know we're happy to help and guide any way we can and, and we can keep each other accountable so absolutely yeah, i think that's a really i'm glad you mentioned that actually we'd be more than happy to sit down with people and help people out if they if they're feeling a little bit they need a little bit of guidance in, in these sort of areas we're more than happy to help and just like you said we're not experts but we can just put our spin on and our experiences and Give our what's worked cents. for us yeah exactly yeah. and what we could do even next year or, or something with the podcast moving forward for the listeners that listen in each and every week we could ask them to be involved in terms of them stating it and we're reading mm. it out on the podcast and That'd checking in with them every few months and seeing how they go so but apart from that mate do you have anything else do you have any last minute tips that you want to no, advise no I, I just want to reiterate you know set goals of, of around things that you enjoy like you said earlier D. I think that's the last thing I want to touch on because you know we've only got a couple months left do use these couple months doing something and working at something that you really are passionate about or you know you really want to improve within yourself. So, And then next year, maybe look at you know the remainder of those other categories. But pick you know, pick an area in your life where, which you know you'll get a lot out of and, and really enjoy these last couple of years and, and try and, I guess, achieve and, and kick those goals. Absolutely. I think we've said this a couple of weeks ago. This is the best opportunity to launch into next year. It's a good time. To, it, two months is not a long time. But having said that, you can achieve a hell of a lot in that time as well. But it's a, it'll give you some self-confidence if you set out yourself now and achieve something. It can only be one goal. It can be a small goal. But if you at least get into the habit of at least writing it down or getting into the pattern of working out the steps to creating a good goal, achievable goal, 
then that will be able to launch you into bigger goals for next year and beyond. Definitely, mate. I love this episode. It's so good. Oh, same, 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 mate. I, I actually learned a lot from you, so I, I have to thank you. Likewise. First, yeah, let's uh, let's, we'll let's, turn the, let's turn the let's turn the the microphones off before we get a little bit too uh, hot and heavy. All right. Thanks. <laughs> Thanks, Dave. See you, mate.